If you're an American conservative, you know that the societal values we hold sacred are under attack. They are hanging in the balance. How can you protect those values? By staying informed. The closing argument will deliver news and supporting evidence you need to support and defend those values. Here's Paul Smith. Good morning. This is Paul Smith, your host of The Closing Argument. In this podcast, we discuss some of the important but controversial legal, moral, and political issues that affect us and our families today. Some things that we discuss are not politically correct, but these discussions are needed to preserve our liberties, to establish the truth, and to let the world know that there are many people who challenge some of the views that are gaining acceptance in our schools, our media, and our government. Today, we're going to talk about the Biden administration and George Orwell's novel, 1984. Uh, This is being recorded in early June 2022. A few weeks ago, the Biden administration uh, either put on the shelf or scrapped its plan to create a disinformation governance board as a part of the Department of Homeland Security. When they announced this, this created a substantial uproar in the United States. Most people were appalled and very upset at such an attempt. Basically, this was George Orwell's thought police. The the stated reason for the Biden administration to do this, to try to identify and stop disinformation, was their expressed Uh, not only concern, their stated belief that the greatest threat facing the United States is domestic terrorism. And when they define who that is, they would end up saying the right-wing white supremacists, and then they would proceed to try to label Donald Trump and those who support him as being this group that was threatening the safety and security and well-being of America. This has concerned many people. There was such such rage at this disinformation board that the administration in uh, mid-May scrapped the plan and put it on its shelf. Whether it's totally dead, we don't know. Uh, News commentators pointed out that this seemed to uh, be comparable with what was going on in George Orwell's novel, 1984. I want to take some time and actually talk about that model. As you will see from our discussion, while George Orwell was criticizing this totalitarian socialist society that he described, it appears that Joe Biden and his administration are using the 1984 uh, model as an ideal model and are attempting to embrace and employ many of the tactics used in 1984. 1984, this novel uh, coined several phrases that are still used today. One of them is Big Brother, which was the leader of this society, thought police and so forth. So let me first just tell you a little bit about George Orwell and 1984, and then let's just Uh, mention a dozen or so characteristics uh, of the uh, government that was uh, depicted in that novel. George Orwell was born in 1903. He died in 1950. He had a number of writings. He was from England. 
uh, perhaps his two best known novels were Animal Farm that was written in 1945 and then the novel 1984 that was written the year before he died in 1949. Animal Farm was a fun little novel that that basically was written to comment on what happened in Russia in the Russian Revolution that occurred around 1917 and 1918 when the Tsar of Russia was was overthrown. And uh, that, that's when Lenin came to power and established his socialist government. So in, in Animal Farm, the, the animals uh, took over after the revolution and ended up uh, establishing a government that was about as bad as the one that they had replaced and the animal uh, and base attitudes and desires of, of the animals uh, took over. And so rather than creating a better government, what resulted in Animal Farm was one that was about as bad as the one they had. Uh, 1984 deals with um, a socialist society. And of course, socialism, there were there are two or three models of it that were that were very uh, what's the word predominant in in the world in in the early to mid 1900s. You had the the Russian model, as we just discussed, and and you had the you had the Chinese model, and and then you had what uh, Orwell described as the the Oceana model. That's the name he gave of this country that established his socialism. Uh, so in this type of so, uh, socialism, uh, there was thought police where people were not allowed. Well, they're allowed. If they, if they had bad thoughts, that is thoughts that might be uh, dangerous to the government, they were eventually found out and then corrected through, uh, through torture and so forth. In this society, they had widespread what they called telescreens. Of course, television had just been invented when Orwell wrote his novel. So he had these telescreens throughout the, 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 the country, and, and they would do two things. They would show you what Big Brother wanted you to see and hear, but they could also see what you were doing. You're kind of like a big Zoom meeting. People had them in their homes. At least the, the, the upper class, so to speak, had them. The poor people that they called the proles, of which the society was about 85% proles, they were. They didn't have necessarily have these. They were a poor uh, people, and Orwell says, "Look, the poor people. You know, they unless somebody really gets does something to them, they really never uprise. They're just they're just content with their with their poor situation." But so in this novel, uh, the main character is Winston Smith, who works in the Ministry of Truth. And much like some of the government departments today, the Ministry of Truth is about falsehood. <laughs> Just like they had a Ministry of Love that was, was that that inflicted torture to get you to do what you wanted to do. So they have, but in the Ministry of Truth, that's where Winston Smith worked, and his his job was to constantly be rewriting 
books and texts that talked about history because in this society, Big Brother had to constantly revise history so that it would support what he was doing. And so there was a constant effort to republish books. Actually, they would take some books out of circulation. And so they constantly had to revise history because they said, uh, who, who knows the past controls the future, but who controls the future controls the past. And in doing this, they could uh, influence the people. If the people were not aware of things that happened in the past that challenged the current state of things, then it would be easier to control them. And so uh, 1984 was all about controlling people and, um, and, and using force to do it. I, the greatest crime actually uh, talked about in 1984 is the thought crime that you would think something that might be uh, against the party or, or big brother. And so if you were found to have harbored ideas and thoughts or to have written them down, uh, they would find you out because they could find out everything. And then they would interrogate you and torture you and get you to to eventually believe what they wanted you to believe, obey what they wanted you to do, and actually love what you wanted to do. The novel ends when, uh, well, uh, our, our main character, Winston, is just, he, he challenges things and, and doesn't like some things about the big brother. They find him out. They torture him. They put him through this torture, and eventually... He comes around. I don't know if he actually comes around, but he says he does. He's, he's totally submissive, and, and then they kill him. And, and by the way, that's what they would do. If, if someone was, was, a, a, was attacking the government, they wouldn't kill him first. They would first convert him through this technique, so to speak, and so that he then says all sorts of good things about Big Brother, and then sometime after that, he would be killed. And then, so the book ends when a bullet enters uh, Winston's head and he dies. Now, let me mention some of the similarities between uh, 1984 and the Biden administration. First of all, the term big brother uh, is, is kind of interesting. There is no, no named person who's ahead of the, the government. It's just big brother. And in the Biden administration, we have never had a more perfect fit for big brother. Yes, Biden has a name, but almost all serious observers of Biden wonder who really is running things, because Biden seems to be a, an empty head in many things. And he just and, and further, his election was not so much a referendum about him. It, it, people didn't like him so much. It was an anti-Trump election and anybody but Trump basically would have won. So Biden is the perfect representation of Big Brother. The disinformation board that we talked about uh, is comparable to the thought police. Um, and um, th then just some other things about Big Brother. Guns are banned and, and virtually impossible to find in this society. Um, there is a perpetual war going on, two wars, really. They have 
a perpetual war against the countries they call Eurasia or East Asia, which seemed to represent China and Russia, Russia being East Asia, uh, no, China being East Asia and Russia being Euro-Asia. And the war is not so much to conquer anything, but the society finds that being in war actually helps the government control the people. Uh, also, another aspect of this type of continuing contention that, that is there with the big brother is the perpetual hatred of opposition. And in this society, they have, they have a ritual every day uh, the hate, the hate moment, about two minutes every day when on the screen they depict the individual Emmanuel Goldstein, who represents the, the, the people who are threatening the party. He's the bad guy. The people, so the broadcast about two minutes every day, uh, say bad things about him, represent him in a bad way, and people hate him and it's to rile hatred against him. There never has been a better fit for Emmanuel Goldstein than Donald Trump, a perfect fit. And so they also have hate week. But it's interesting what we see in the news, the perpetual hatred of Trump that we've seen now, you know, for about six years, although it's died down a little bit after Biden was elected, is, is perfect for what the the party would do in the brotherhood. Another thing about this society, they specifically uh, sought to turn children against their parents. Uh, they had a thought police I've mentioned, but the thought police is just a small part of what they set up in their society. The children were needed to spy on the parents and make sure that the parents weren't going astray. And it was a great compliment if a child would turn his or her parent in for having said something. And, and it said in the book that one of the greatest concerns is, what if you happen to talk in your sleep? And so they had somebody that was arrested and, and, and had to be rectified and corrected for saying something in his speech that, that was negative of the government. Uh, so not only then were the children there to enforce laws and and the, 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 the role of family was totally diminished. In fact, they were trying to, to eliminate uh, even normal sexual intercourse. They wanted the children to be created by artificial insemination. And uh, they did not want anyone to have a family love or person-to-person -person love that could compete with their love for the government. Um, some other things about them. They, as I mentioned, it was Winston Smith's job to uh, constantly be revising histories. Well, they sought to uh, eliminate history and, and uh, constantly correct it, and, and everybody was supposed to be good with it. Uh, this, of course, reminds me of the 1619 project that, that has found a lot of acceptance today, where people want to paint America as bad and evil. This is not the first effort to paint America's history as being evil and bad. Uh, the history book of about 30, 40 years ago by a man whose first name begins with a Z, I forget his name, um, was the main beginning of, of this. But 
Another thing that happens today that, that goes right along with 1984 is the destruction of inscriptions and statues. So if you can destroy statues and other relics and evidence of what happened historically, then, then you can change history and by changing history, uh, control the people better. Another thing that's going on, it was going on in 1984, was their control of the language. They had a new language. We called it news, Newspeak. They were constantly eliminating certain words and adding new words. And the whole purpose of this, again, was to control the thoughts and actions of the people. And, of course, recently we have the example of with the uh, transgenders, you have to... In some places, if you don't find out whether this person is a him, a her, a them, or an it, and you happen to refer to them the wrong way, you could be uh, punished at school, or, or in some places it could even be, in, be a crime. I've heard that, that it could be a crime in Canada. I, with Trudeau up there, I, have, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, another element, uh, capitalism was denigrated and uh, and total and abolished, and so of course, and the main thing they would describe in capitalism was you had a few rich people that owned property, but in in the in the economic system of 1984, all the property was owned by the party, and of course, what this meant was you still got 85 percent of the people that are poor, but you had a few of the uppers in in the party who who got more property than others. Because they acknowledge in this book, it really is impossible to have, have equality of everything. And so what you have in this totalitarian socialism is it, it just the, the elite, so to speak, having property. Uh, another element that was present was keeping pre people on the brink of, of hardship and not only were the poor really poor, but even among the up, upper people, uh, they were always having a hard time getting like razor blades was one thing. And, and different things they, they had, they didn't have good tobacco and, and they, they didn't have, uh, uh, well, drinks. And, and what they ate was a meager and, and less than quality Thing that many, many uh, parts in the book describe how, again, meager and uh, not, not great it was. But they, keeping people on the brink of, of hardship, they found helped them to exercise control over the people as they addressed these problems. And the government, again, was the solution to these. And so everybody had to be on board in helping the government, even though the government was using this to uh, just stay in power. Right? Two or three more uh, elements here. Ignorance, ignorance and stupidity. The, the power and, and stability of the government in, in 1984 was dependent upon the people being ignorant of things, ignorant of the history and, and, and stupid and, and not challenging things. It, uh, they needed to, be deceived, and as as our main character illustrated, hey, if you're smart enough to see the hypocrisy and, and inconsistencies, then you're better off just ignoring it and not fighting. 
but the but the prevalence of of the ignorance and the need for continual deception was key. Uh, and and uh, anyway, finally, the uh, the one of the main principles is the people aren't able to govern themselves. And this totalitarian government in 1984 uh, could. Uh, now, in, in before Winston dies in his book, he um, he kind of thinks uh, expresses the thought that he doesn't think a government can survive that is founded on that is not founded on truth and love and and good principles. And then he dies, and so he, he doesn't know. Uh, so. That, that's a summary uh, kind of, of what's in 1984. And again, as I said, it's uncanny to see how many of these philosophies and principles are part of, of the Biden administration approach to government. And uh, so uh, there, 1984 is not a perfect fit for what the Biden administration does. There are some significant differences. Uh, the Biden administration continues to claim that it seeks the truth. And, but it keeps going astray here and there. Well, I hope this discussion is helpful to you. Remember the liberties we enjoy in America can be maintained only when its citizens are moral and informed participants in the democratic processes. I think the closing argument can help all of you with this. And I invite you to visit my website where I've written some books that I think can be helpful on these subjects. That is www.cpaulsmith.com. We'll see you next time. Take care.